Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. So good to be here. Hello. I am happy to talk about books today. Let's do it. All the books. I know. I, I'll i get into that in a minute. Before we start talking about our books, Jamie. Can I just tell you really quick? Yeah. That I only finished one book last week. You know, in the whole week. I was just also saying earlier that I'm three books behind my reading goal. And yet I feel like I am busting through books like crazy. And so I cannot figure out what I'm doing wrong. How you're not getting caught up. And I yes. feel like, like, well, I started one book and I just couldn't do it. I just could not. So I stopped that one. And then I finished another one. But like, I went a couple days without even reading a book. And that's unheard of. Yeah, so that's very rare. I'm just off right now. I feel I'm that off. too. I'm feeling very heavy, like life stress. Yeah. And then to not be on track with my books is then not helping. It's adding to the life It stress, is. I don't like the feeling. I don't like it either. Um, this weekend's a three-day weekend for us, though, <sighs> so hallelujah. It's four for me. Four? I you don't get- have to work on Thursdays. Oh, you don't. Nice. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, baby. Because it's a half day, so you don't have ah. I might be a little bit jealous. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to my three days. Any extra day is delightful. Yes, I'll take the three day. Uh, call it a win, right? For sure. Okay, but what were you saying? Um, I was going to say before I really talk about what I'm talking about today. Uh-huh. Do you have a fun fact for us, Jamie? I sure do. So our book for the month of October is "The Housemaid" by Frida. Her name's Frida. Something. McFadden. Sorry. I was like, she's right in front of me, but it just says about Frida on what I'm looking at. (laughs) Frida McFadden. Um, And I, you're going to love this. Yes. You're going to love it. Okay, here we go. This is off of her website, just about Frida. Um, New York Times, number one Amazon, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, and Publishers Weekly bestselling author Frida McFadden is a practicing physician specializing in brain injuries who has penned multiple bestselling psychological thrillers and medical humor novels. What? Did you catch that? She's a brain surgeon? She is a physician, a practicing physician specializing in brain injuries. What? And <laughs> write psychological thrillers and medical humor novels. What's funny about a brain I want injury? A medical humor novel. What are I they? I need to figure now this I out. Now I want to look at her yeah. books. Um, and then it goes on to say Frida's work has been selected as one of Amazon editors' best books of the year, and she is the winner of the International Thriller Writers Award for Best Paperback. Her novels have been translated into over 30 languages. Frida lives with her family and black cat in a centuries-old three-story home overlooking the ocean with staircases that creak and moan with each step, and nobody could hear you if you scream. Unless you scream really loudly, maybe. I like her. I A black cat, a creaking like, house that overlooks the ocean, a physician, brain injuries. Stop what it. What the heck? Who is she? When does she have time for all this? That's what I was going to say. Like, she... Leaves her job of caring for people whose brains are bleeding. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And then goes home and sits down at her computer and writes and starts comical writing. novels and or mysteries. One or the other, depending on her humor or thoughts of the day. Does she have a family? It just says, it says she lives with her family 
it doesn't say anything more specific to that. I will look into that for next week. This is fascinating. Okay. There you go. A little bit about Frida McFadden. I am intrigued and would like to learn more. Right? Wild. So wild. It's it's always shocking to me when a writer is not a writer as their full-time job. Like, you've done something else and written a book. Right. I can't complain about my job. No. Because I'm not not also writing a book on the side. As a side note, I just looked her up on Goodreads. She looks quite young. She's, yes. And she is so cute. She is very cute. She's cute glasses. She just looks like we could be friends. Um, Counting upwards of 15, 16, 17, 18, 20 books-ish. What? I need to find out how old she is. I, because this is crazy. Yeah. Um, one of those is coming out next year. Okay. In case you She's wondering. still working on. Uh, but 2015 looks like the old, 2013 maybe is the oldest book. 2013. So she's pounding them out. Right. Wow. 10 years of books. That's, that's impressive. I need to find her Wikipedia page so we can. Find out more. There were two books that came out in 2022. How about that? Two in one year. Yeah. Okay, Frida. Two in 2023. Two in 2020. Stop it. Stop it right now. I'm all done. I can't do it. (laughs) All right, Frida. Okay, well. She's a busy lady. Yeah, I'm impressed. Making me feel bad about myself. Well, let's not do that. Let's just go into what we've been reading lately. First, let's take a little break. You got it. Great. Good to be back. Here we are. Hope you enjoyed that break. (laughs) We sure did. Right? (laughs) And now let's talk books. I love it. Okay, Sarah, what's on yourself this week? Okay, what I didn't say earlier... That I can say now. I I have three books to share that are all okay. Some okay books. Yeah. Okay. I don't have anything that's like, wow, that was so good. That's okay. I still need to tell you about these. Yeah. So that you know the okay books out there. Right. You might because there's something wrong with an okay book. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need a break from the. Or maybe there's a book that you were like, that book is going to change my life, and I'm like, it was okay. Yeah. And now you know. And yeah, you don't need to go read it, maybe. But you might just have a better mentality going into it. Yeah. Just a thought. Okay, okay. So, the first one I'm going to talk about is Think Again The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know by mm. Adam M. Grant. Okay. This is not self help, mm-hmm. but it's kind of self help. Like informational? Yeah, maybe that. It does about. make you okay. The the premise of this book is we all know a lot of things, right? We have lived long lives, most of us, and know have absorbed a lot of information. And from all of that information we've absorbed, have created opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is let's take those opinions and not turn them into gold. Let's be willing and open to think again. With new information that might come our way, new perspectives. Are we taking taking opinions and things that we think and making them a part of who we are? Mm-hmm. 
And therefore, because when something becomes a part of who we are, you it's hard to let it go. It's hard to look at it and say, hmm, maybe I can change my mind on that because that would say that I am, there's something about me that I need to let go of and change. Mm-hmm. When it's really not that. Like us as humans and individuals are should be kept separate from ideas. We shouldn't be necessarily um, molded to our ideas. Yes, they help form our decisions. Those ideas form our decisions and help us make choices. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't necessarily be who we are like innately. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm yeah. explaining it well. Yeah. He explains it very well. Okay. Um it was a very interesting topic. Um a lot of it this was this book was released in 2021, so it was a lot of political unrest. There was a lot of things happening that not that they aren't still continuing. They kind of are. It's, I feel like it's just simmering now under the surface, maybe not so wild as it was back in 2021. But that you know, especially in politics, we sometimes um, become so in engulfed in these ideas and policies and I, you know, political ideas that we can't consider another person's point of view because that would mean if they're right, then me as a person is wrong. Mm. Not the idea necessarily. Right. But me as a person, we can't separate ourselves from an idea. From the idea. And so that is polarizing in society. And so the idea of like, can, you know, we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to be open to something new and to learning more and molding those ideas. Maybe it's not rejecting an idea altogether, but maybe molding it but in, it's with also, new information. Yeah, but from what you're saying, it sounds like we're not rejecting the person who had the idea. No. We're rejecting the idea and not Sometimes. saying this person is the dumbest person no, I've ever met. We should not no. be doing that either. These are still people yes, with an idea, and I disagree with the idea that this person had. We should be right? is realizing that. Okay. That, that's, yes. That's, that's the other side of that thought. coin. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, it's super interesting. And I did – I actually really did like – the book's concept and everything I learned. I uh-huh. I did really enjoy that. My only complaint was its length. So this is this is a book that's, you know, 300 pages long. Okay. And I felt like the same idea could have been shared in half that time, right? Like it yeah. just was too long for right. me. Right. I got it. You got the point. I understood. I right. didn't disagree and it did make me think like um, there, just reminding myself. No, I'm just. It was just reminding me, like, make sure I'm not my ideas, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, our choices reflect who we are, and our ideas can shape our choices. Mm-hmm. But I'm fluid. I'm a mm-hmm. human that's changing and growing and learning and open. You're I don't want to be in one thought, an idea. Right? You can I don't change it. So sometimes, like, if you know, I think the th- the takeaway for me was. I might learn if I find myself feeling like angry or nervous or unhappy that some about someone's challenging my point of view, mm-hmm. maybe take a beat and go, what is it that's upsetting me? Is it that I'm feeling very defensive? Well, why? You know, and just ask myself those questions. I, I just right. appreciated that. You know, it doesn't mean that I will change my mind, but it might be enough to say, like, at least um, 
understand why I feel the way that I feel. And that's good for me to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's good for me to know. Right. So anyway, and and remembering also, like you said, like those other people that might feel differently than me also have a legitimate reason for believing the things that they believe. Right. And it's based on their life experiences. Right. It's based on what they know. Right. So anyway, it, it's, a, it's a good thought. My only complaint is length. So maybe okay. I wish I could say, read this, this, and this chapter, but I can't yeah. tell you that. Okay. You're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And it'll all, each of those cha- chapters will mean something different to us. And Absolutely. That's so the interesting true. part. So true. Books like that. Okay. My first book that I'm going to talk about today, today is The Sign for Home by Blair Fell. Now, Sarah, when yeah. I looked at the cover, of course, I judged the book by the cover. When I looked at the yes. cover, I thought rom-com. Yep. It doesn't that scream rom-com sure to you? Sure does. And so I'm thinking- So cute and I quirky. Had, right? It's fun colors. It's kind of cartoonish. And Big it's just font. like- yeah. yeah. Think about your easygoing, the love hypothesis. <laughs> yes. That, you know, uh-huh. right down- that line. Uh-huh. So I had read a bunch of heavy books and I was like, oh, perfect. I just need a nice, lighthearted rom-com. Mm. And this is not a rom-com. Oh, it interesting. Is, it was so good. Um, let me tell you a little bit about what it's about. So the main character, his name is Arlo. And Arlo is deaf and blind. Oh. Which is a super interesting character to write about because they have to explain how he communicates with other people. Yeah. Because you can't just use sign language. Because you he can't, can't see, see it. it. Oh, my goodness. And so they do this sign language on your ha- on his hand. Oh. And you make the signs on his hand so he can feel it. Wow. And that's how they communicate. How hard. Right? And he decides he wants, you know, he... He wants to write. He's a writer. He wants to get his writing better because he has all these ideas in his head. But when you can't hear the language, you can't write the language because he doesn't have the is the how to create a sentence because he's he has a different language. So for him to write in English is not what the story is in his head. And so he convinces he's got a... um, his uncle has guardianship of him, and he was sent to this special school for the deaf or the blind, and there are some in the school who are deaf and blind, and it's a um, boarding school. So he goes and lives there, starting wow. a, at a pretty young age. And um, and there's some experiences that he talks about there, but um, he inevitably gets put into um, custody of his uncle. And he, he then lives with his uncle. So he gets permission. His uncle's pretty controlling. Oh. He gets permission to try a class in college, a writing class. Oh. And um, he needs, he has one interpreter that goes almost everywhere with him, but they needed another, a, like a part-time interpreter to fill in the gaps where this one full-time interpreter couldn't. And this full-time interpreter is a member of his church he is a Jehovah's Witness, which is another very interesting character. I've never read a book mm. where a character is Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. So it was very interesting, um, not knowing very much about um, that religion, very interesting to learn about it through this book and yeah. through this character and his beliefs. And his uncle is like, and I don't know in 
the Jehovah's Witness religion, if it's a pastor or a priest, the leader of their particular group, that's his uncle. And so, his uncle and his aunt are very well known and um, in this religious community, and his full-time interpreter is a member as well of that. And so, between her being with him all the time and uncle having very tight control over him, he doesn't have a lot of freedoms sure. or opportunities to go do other things. So, there's some uh, a controlling aspect that is kind of funny to reflect on for me right now. Uh, I feel like I just graduated from high school, <laughs> and I feel like I was just in college with roommates. Of course. And yet, I have a child in high school and a child in college. And so, feeling like my experience as a college student often on my own, and then me being the parent of a college student, yeah. student it's like... <laughs> It's yeah. just a weird time right now to be like, no, now would you have liked this if your mom, you know, he's an adult. Like, yeah. Gotta, I mean, anyway, I could go on that forever. But you get that dynamic here. You've got sure. this uncle who cares about this kid, doesn't want to see him hurt by making mistakes. And so he's being really controlling, but maybe not allowing him to make mistakes and learn from them. Yeah. And, um, and and just so interesting how he navigates everything. So he has this best friend that he meets at this boarding school. And he gets pulled out of the boarding school really quickly for an incident that happened that I won't talk about. But um, he is completely severed from that point on. Doesn't even get to say goodbye to his friends. He never goes back to the boarding school. Doesn't mm-hmm. know anything about what happened to anybody else there. And it's just done and over. And he doesn't have access to Facebook. He doesn't have, nor could he see Facebook to try to figure it out. He doesn't have a lot of the high technology that it would take to have, um, be able to look at that kind of stuff or even make phone calls or use an iPhone. Nothing that has all those extra tools that would be really helpful to him. Anyway, it was so good. Surprisingly good for what I thought it was going to be. Right. Shocked at how different it was from what I thought it was going to be. And it was so good. I gave it four stars. Wow. Um, super interesting character. Uh, again, it's called The Sign for Home. That is super cool. I really, really liked it. That's fun. Awesome. Okay. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about today is Someone We Know by Sherry Lapina. Mm, I like her. I know. I was Sherry, Sherry. Sherry, Sherry. I pronounce it Shari, but I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Okay. Well, Sherry, Shari, Lapina mm-hmm. wrote another good one. Someone we know is it's it's like a murder mystery um, that takes place in like a suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. um, where it's it is your. Uh, like a classic, what you would totally imagine when you think about a suburban neighborhood, like where there's families that get together for barbecues and, you know, the, fa- the neighborhood's invited. There's always that one neighbor who didn't get invited and feels left out. There's always that one neighbor who's a little bit mysterious mm-hmm. that nobody really knows much about. Um, And just all the idiosyncrasies that are a part that create Mm -hmm. like a neighborhood community and 
one of the neighbors is goes missing. A woman, you know, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. It's a there. She's married. They have no children. And the husband says she went away for the weekend with a friend and never came home. And he was worried. Reports her missing. A few days later, they find her car and body at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> and so the investigation begins. What happened to this woman? In the meantime, you find out that one of the teenagers in the neighborhood has been breaking into people's homes. And rifling through their personal belongings, mostly like office-type documents, computers. So not jewelry or doesn't ever them, take just anything. going through it, and reading stuff. Yes. Okay. Just because, you know, he can. He's a teenager and he finds it thrilling. Uh-huh. Um, his parents find out and they, you know, put a stop to it. But there's stuff he's already found out. And who... Is you know, who becomes murder suspects? What does the boy know about his neighbors? And and who actually murdered, you know, this woman? Mm-hmm. And what, you know, whatever happened. It's, it's a fun whodunit. And at the same time, like, all the crazy stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> i trying to hold that one off. You're doing great. Whew. That happens in a neighborhood and between neighbors. Mm. What do we know about each other? What do we think we're really sneaky about that people really are seeing and noticing? Right. Um, I I really like that aspect of it. Some of the choices that they make, I was like kind of rolling my eyes like, you are kidding me. Like, the, you know, one of the, uh, there's a couple of those. Mm-hmm. But mostly I love the idea. Yeah. Mostly I love the idea of just how we're all noticing our neighbors. Like you see things out your window. You might go out to get your mail and see something down the street that Mm -hmm. nobody even knows you're standing there. Right. Like we're all just witnesses of each other. I, I, without knowing exactly what we're witnessing oftentimes. Yes. I notice every day you walk down to the mailbox and get it at this particular time. Totally. What's the, like, we don't know. Or you might see something and know what you're seeing. Ah. But you just, it's not your place to tell. Ah, yeah. So you might keep that to yourself. It's very, I I like that. It's very fun. There's a lot of twists. I started to wonder about the the way it was going to go. But it took me probably, you know, two-thirds, three-fourths of the way through to be like, hmm, why are we not Mm. learning more about that person? Person. Ah, Right? Right? That kind of a thing. Um, so I gave it three stars. Okay. It's called Someone We Know. Awesome. By Sherry Lapina. Okay. I read None of This is True, which is Lisa Jewell's um, new book. It's on my want to read list. Love a Lisa Jewell book. So, And she does not disappoint with this. Um, it's her newest psychological thriller. It's about a woman who finds herself the subject of her own popular true crime podcast. So her name's Alex. She has this true crime true crime podcast. She's got quite a following and she's just finding different interesting true crime stories and reporting on them. Cool. Over multiple episodes. And it is her 45th birthday. This is how the book starts. At her 45th birthday, she's at a pub celebrating 
And there is another lady there with her husband. Her name's Josie, and it is her 45th birthday as well. Oh. And so they are birthday twins. So Josie walks over to Alex, introduces herself, and is like, hey, it's my birthday today, too, and I'm 45 as well. And what a small world that we're both here celebrating together. Love it. Well, then just, you know, random night, walk away, probably never see each other again, but they do. Oh. Josie bumps into Alex outside of Alex's kid's school. And Josie has found out a little bit about Alex, that she has this true crime podcast, um, knows a little bit about who she is. And she approaches Alex and says, I think you might be interested in my story and what I'm trying to do, like the, you know, how I'm trying to change and um, my plans for the future might be an interesting episode for you or an interesting story to follow. And so they start meeting and she starts telling Alex her story and what her plans are with her family and her kids and her kids. um, She had her kids young, Josie did. So her kids used to go to Alex's kids school, Mm. but they're much older now. They've, they've moved on since that school. And Alex has these young kids that are there now, even though they're the same age. And um, this story starts getting pretty crazy. Mm. And Josie starts putting herself more and more and more into Alex's life of her and Alex's family. Super interesting. Mm. Just, I love the idea of, a podcast. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. um, a true crime podcast. Yeah. And getting this lady's story. And kind of like when we listen to someone tell us our story, we don't know the other side of anybody's story. Right. So we're taking it at face value. Right. Maybe Eek. there's a whole other side to this. And maybe. Wow. I am intrigued. Yeah. I have maybe, it on maybe, hold. Maybe. I gave it four stars. Ooh, I love None it. None of this is true. But now I'm a little sad because it just was released. And now I got to wait a couple of years till Lisa Jewell does another one. Oh. Which she will. But there, there was kind of this like, oh, it's over now. I'm still 18 weeks out. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, forever. I, I did wait a really long time. I put this on hold before it was even released. Oh, well, you were smart. Do you want to hear this? I do want to hear this. I am 438 in line. Um, They better get Four, some more copies. They have 50 copies in use. And it's 438? I am 438th in line. Oh, my. Oh, my. That is insane. That is wild. I'm going to look up my history and tell you if I got it what library I got it from because maybe there's a shorter line. And at Salt I Lake County. started at 532nd. You know what? Mine is from Salt Lake County Library, not I mean Salt Lake City, not Salt Lake County. Mm-hmm. So you lucky duck that you have you that access. That, you do too. You just gotta call and do it. I have to call? Okay, you well, can tell me how to do it. Yeah. You gotta you gotta link your account. You gotta start an account at Salt Lake City, link it to Salt Lake County, and then put that on here because i sometimes think they don't have as big of a selection but they don't have but as not big as many people use it oh my gosh yeah. so the lines are usually a little bit shorter i 
am very jealous. That's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> it was really good. It will be worth I the wait. I say no je- with no jealousy at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, very good. I'm quite excited. I love a good Lisa Joel. Thank you. Yeah, you're for getting me more excited. Um, the last one I'm going to talk about today. Already? Yeah, this is number three ah, for me. Goodness. Okay. Is Cassandra in Reverse by Holly Smale. Mm. This was a Reese's book club pick. Okay. Um, I have had this on hold for a long time. I was very much looking forward to it because I loved Una Out of Order. Yes, I did too. I really loved Una Out of Order, where Una lives her life like one year at a time randomly. So it might be her 18th year, and then it's her 32nd, and then it's I her loved 50th, yeah. third. I don't know. It was, it was just totally yeah. random. And I just really enjoyed that book. Um, So I had in mind that this would be like Una Out of Order. Mm-hmm. This is not like Una Out of Order. Just so you know, in case you were me and wondering Mm -hmm. that. Okay. It's not. Let me tell you a little bit about Cassandra. Cassandra, um, we meet Cassandra and she is alone in the world. She, her parents died, uh, years ago in an automobile accident and she is socially awkward. She doesn't read social cues. Mm -hmm. She lives with. Two roommates, a girlfriend and a boyfriend, not her girlfriend. Like, they are girlfriend and boyfriend, and she is the interloper um, in that apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's been told she needs to find a new place to live. Um, She's working at a marketing company that she does not enjoy. Okay. That's what she does. Sounds pretty mundane. She's not great with people, and it's... All about like, yes, it's all about (laughs) interacting with people. Mm -hmm. And so she's, she just doesn't really mesh with the environment of marketing or the people that she works with or what she's supposed to do. She doesn't enjoy it. She doesn't do well and she gets in trouble often. Yeah. Okay. She has a boyfriend of four months, which is the longest she's ever had a boyfriend. Okay. And she really, really likes him. Um, Things seem to be going well. It's like, very much scheduled. She likes a schedule. She doesn't like surprises. She doesn't eat certain foods because they're, you know, might be too slimy or too dry. She or, doesn't want to know the unknown. No. The so unknown she eats the same foods and she doesn't want, yes. I assumed from the beginning that she was somewhere on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if that's the way you say it. She, I assumed she had some social issues that also went into just like feeling the word world. Things mm-hmm. are too bright. Things are too loud. Like all those kinds of sensory issues are also hers. Okay. Um, She, at the very beginning of the book, her boyfriend breaks up with her in the middle of one of her episodes at a restaurant uh, where something wasn't cooked properly or she, or something one of the things that bothered her, she kind of got upset about it and he's, and he wasn't mean about it, but he realizes um, that it's just not going to work. And he breaks up with her. She is devastated when she wakes up the next day. She realizes, you know, after a few things happen that it's the ne- it was the previous day all over again, that she's already lived. 
And she's like, what in the world? And she tries to find a way to stop him from breaking up with her. Mm. And then she realizes that her heightened emotions are allowing her to rewind. But she can only rewind back to the day she met him four months prior. It's farthest she can go back. She can't go back any further. Um, and so throughout the book, you're watching her try to just like rewind 10 minutes, right? So she'll just rewind. Like that conversation didn't go well. She didn't say the right thing Let's or use the right tone. Again. Yep. She goes back and tries again. But she, so I, it was very interesting. It's a very interesting like way to think about things. Like a little moment that just didn't go right, being mm-hmm. able to fix it. How many times do you try to fix something? Right. And how much control do we actually have over those little moments? Okay. Yeah. You watch her make a lot of mistakes over and over again, differently. So it's a mistake, but maybe a different mistake, but it continues to not go right. Does that make sense? Because this is, so even Una out of order, before starting to read it, I hate the movie Groundhog's Day. Sure. I think I've said that before on here. So this type of book, it's just like, no, but I loved Una Out of Order. I loved Una and Out so of Order. And so I think I would probably like it, but the idea of it I will sit say well with me. this. Okay. The first little bit of the book setting up like what was happening to her mm-hmm. was good. Um, and then for a good chunk, we're just watching her rewind and try to fix Do the same moments, thing over and over again. And I hated that. Okay. I did not enjoy okay. that part of the I book. I feel like I would have else. I became very, very frustrated with that part of the book. I mm-hmm. will say this. I I was a little bit, it made me feel bad about myself. Like, am I frustrated that she's trying to, like, about the rewinding and rewinding? Because that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Or was I frustrated with her because she's different and the way she was handling things and having to listen to her handle things differently than you would have handled yes. them? Then I was like, oh my gosh, I am the worst. And so I, and then I didn't like that because <laughs> I'm like, well, I want to feel good about myself. It just didn't sit well with you. But I had to really like think about it. And, and I think not that it's easy to listen to someone different than you do the same different things over and over that's not Mm -hmm. easy Mm -hmm. i think it was really just the groundhog day aspect of it like i i don't want to listen to and it wasn't it was uncomfortable for her she wasn't happy Mm -hmm. that it kept going wrong and then because she'd rewind 10 or 15 minutes like a gazillion times she would be awake for like 35 hours so she's exhausted i was exhausted exhausted (laughs) okay so there's just these things anyway after we got through that and she she tweaked some things and made some realizations and the book took a different tone it it started to shift mm-hmm. and you you would know if you read the book you'll know what I'm talking about it started to shift and that was better okay and so the end was so much better i will say i i loved the way the book went but the last 5 minutes i hated mm. how disappointing i know Oh. Overall, I gave it three stars. Three stars? Okay. Like I wouldn't say don't read it. It was very interesting um, learning about her. I believe she was, you know, I, I think from the very beginning, I thought she's autistic, but they never vocalize it. Um, and so for me, it was good. to. I always enjoy learning about someone who is different from me. And mm-hmm. that aspect I did like. Okay. And I've had deep empathy for the th- the frustrations she felt in our a world that is so different than her um but other than that like the groundhog aspect it was too long 
was too much. That was too long. But And I did love the way it went. It was just like a lousy ending. In my opinion, maybe other people will be like, that was wonderful. And I would love to hear someone's thoughts on it. But that's my favorite. Three stars, Cassandra in reverse. Fantastic. That was kind of a long. Yeah. Oh. Okay, my last one today is The Whispers by Ashley Audrain. Now, we read The Push by Ashley Audrain as yeah. a book club book a while ago. I loved The and Push. Yeah, I really liked The Push as well. Um, so this is her next book. I believe The Push was her first book, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, maybe not. Hmm. Okay, but this book just came out in June, and... It, I liked The Push and I liked this. Yes, it was The Push great. was her first book. Was her first book? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I just didn't, then I questioned myself. Yeah. Anyway, this one is about four families that live together on the same street. And this is a well-to-do neighborhood. And these four families, the story is really about how neighbors like going back to the book you read mm-hmm. how neighbors interact mm-hmm. and what we know about the neighbors and what we do to keep our own secrets oh it it is good so there's this major event that happens um to one of the neighbors and the story is told from the point of view of the wives of each family okay so there's a the family where the event takes place and the event is her son in the middle of the night falls out of a second story window Mm. and lands on the ground. And he is um, in a coma. And so the story is taking place while she's sitting with him in a coma and they're telling how they got to this point. And so how did this happen? What happened? Um, And and why? Whose fault is it? Who did something or said something that maybe led to this? And so as they're going through these days and talking with each other and the kids of two families um, are, you know, a little bit comes out each day. And then there's another family who don't have kids that are trying to get pregnant. So they're dealing with the whole IVF thing mm. and just it's ruining their marriage. And then you've got this older couple who sit on the front porch and just watch everything. Mm. That's how they pass their time. They're retired. They're just sitting there. And um, that wife knows a little bit more about all of them than any of them even think. Aha. It, it's It was really good. I really enjoyed it. As these pieces fall together, you're, you know, you can compare your life with them because there's a character for all walks of life on this street. Yeah. And how their lives intertwine with who their neighbors are and how they interact with their neighbors. And it will not disappoint. I gave it three stars. Awesome. The Whispers. I really loved like her first book. So that's yeah. exciting. That I you think you'll it. like it. I, I'm trying to remember. Let me look up what I gave the push. I gave the I push four we, stars. Yeah, I think we both did. I really liked um, the push. I think the push had a more dark element that it I really enjoyed. Did. Mm-hmm. This one wasn't as much dark, but still uh, like, let's piece this together mm-hmm. and what's going mm-hmm. on and everyone's dealing with their own things. But I liked that dark aspect of the push. Okay. So I liked the push a little bit more than this one, but I still highly recommend the whispers. Awesome. I love it. I'll have to yeah. check it out. What a good 
day of books. There you go. We'd love to hear your feelings on this. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, and share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.